There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. My Talkers, thanks for starting out the week with us. We really appreciate you guys tuning in. And guess what? Lori is back with us today, you guys. She's been gone for a while. Is that who that is? Lori is back. Julia is here, of course, as well. We're going to have some fun this last hour. We've got a lot of things coming up. And we've got a couple prizes for you guys at some point in time to give away this hour as well. It's a busy day here at My Talk 1071. Okay. And I wasn't prepared to give my book report. No, you're going to do it tomorrow. Maybe. Yeah, take your time. No rush. No rush. All right. Yeah. Was it eight books? No. What was the total? No follow-up questions. I don't. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Oh, no follow-up. I I don't even know. No follow-up questions. One of them was for someone who's on our show on Wednesday. Yes. The bookseller. The Paris bookseller. The Paris bookseller. Mm -hmm. I've been in that store, Shakespeare and Company. You have. I love it. It's a darling. I love it. All right. So tonight on A&E... the Secrets of Playboy, it's going to be a four-part series that's on, It actually, it's 10 episodes um, on A&E that are starting tonight, and there's been a lot of things about it that Hugh Hefner is not portrayed in the most glamorous life. light, Lori. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. he wasn't. I mean, to say the least. Let's be real. This he, is from Neil Justin. This is what he wrote. Or did it, he want to get a sneak peek Yeah, he wrote, any nostalgia nostalgic affection you have for the late Hugh Hefner may varnish by the time you get through this mm-hmm. four-part series. Mm-hmm. While the Playboy founder, find, founder gets credits for his stance against civil rights, most of the ten episodes set out to portray him as a manipulator, illusionist, hypocrite whose alleged kinks included inviting streetwalkers to the mansion for pig night. Testimonials from ex-employees and former playmates, which include former Girls Next Door star Holly Madison, are devastating. It's tonight at 8 p.m. on a I'm taping it. Same. But so, and now his son has spoken out, Cooper Hefner, saying his, um, this is, they're salacious in this, um, this thing. He says um, his lifestyle might not have um, appealed to the masses, but the salacious allegations coming out against the publishing mogul and Playboy Mansion are untrue. Some may not approve of the life my dad chose, but my father was not a liar, tweeted Cooper. However um, unconventional, he was sincere in his approach and lived honestly. He was generous in nature and cared deeply for people. These salacious stories are a case study of regret becoming revenge. Well, listen, I think um, that's an interesting line there. Say that again. Read it. Again. Um, these salacious stories are a case study of regret becoming revenge. Well, that's I, his son. Yeah, of course. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, 
I don't think that people are going to be surprised that he wasn't a great guy. Right. He he admitted, uh, I believe Holly Madison, I mean, admitted in her book, one of his things was, you know, he, I mean, he and Bill Cosby worked in tandem with the Quaaludes, uh, with the Quaaludes on yes. unsuspecting women. So yep. right there, you know, um, we're going to just find out that a lot of like kind of the cute old man, if you watch the girls next door, right. which of course I did, you know, that, that he, he wasn't all of that. And all it does is just, um, uh, uh pique my interest even more. And I'd be very curious to know if his, uh, wife, the mother of, um, Cooper. Yeah, Cooper, if she took part of it or Barbie Benton or some of the other well-known people. But I'm thinking maybe that they didn't. But, I mean, you know, the thing is, is that people can also have perspective on something that they participated in when they were younger and dumber or hungry for fame or naive. Um, but like, I wonder, like, is Pamela Anderson involved in this? I'm going to say that, no, she's not. I wouldn't see her. Yeah. You know, so it'll be interesting to see, but I don't think anyone, um, you know, and he is going to, you know, he's going to be buried next or he is buried next to Marilyn Monroe. He bought her crypt all those years ago. Right. I mean, that was always a weird kind of thing to me, but, um, he yeah. was an interesting dude, to say the least. I think, but I mean, I think that we're going to find out like he was a predator in a way that we didn't know. I think so too. And and they talk mm-hmm. about bestiality, um, cult like, and some other things. Oh my god, that are. Um, oh my god. Yeah, he's wow. women. Um, I'm so glad I had a tour of that place, and Charlotte didn't indicate any of this stuff except for when I stepped into the grotto, and she said, "Get your foot out of the grotto." There was. A party here this weekend. Right. But you like know? you're going to see the woman detail seeing Bill Cosby, Tony Curtis, Wilt Chamberlain and Arnold Schwarzenegger at the Playboy VIP regulars. Oh, yeah. And some icky things. I But the Playboy company has addressed the wild allegations and says today's Playboy is not Hugh Hefner's Playboy. We trust and validate the women and their stories. Yeah. We support that. Well, you know, he very much gave off like he was a very sophisticated, gentlemanly kind of demeanor with his smoking jacket. Right. And it sounds like we're going to have Find the smoking out. jacket ripped off, which I knew that from when I read Holly Madison's memoir. It was just like the stuff that she shared in it was, it was kind of devastating, wasn't devastating, it? Because you yeah. liked him. I mean, you loved yeah. that Girls Next Door, and I know a lot of people that I never watched it, but it doesn't matter. It Yeah, but she kind of ripped it off, and it was, remember how mad the other one was? Bridget. Not Bridget, the other one, Kendra. Kendra, Kendra was very mad at uh, Holly. First for kissing, kissing and, and playing and saying yeah. all of that. Thank you. It's telling. I was like kissing and playing. I couldn't think well, of the right thing. And I just want to go back to what Playboy has said is as an organization. Oh, with, they're going to defend it again. With more than 80% female workforce, we're committed to our ongoing evolution. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they're, it's they're, not going to be. I don't think he's. Yeah. No. We're going to find out some stuff. I, I'm fascinated, though, to watch it. Same. I mean, same. Grant, would this be something that you watch? 100%. Yeah. I mean, not I trying to be know. weird, but just like no. every male in this world, 
most. Yeah. I learned the birds and the bees from Playboy. You know, right. I had this whole, I grew up thinking that, and again, we'll see how it transforms, but that this was this place that everybody wanted to be and it was safe. And I don't know. I'm interested to see if, if what I always believed it to be was true. Yeah. You know? So Yeah. And you it's, know, there's going to be all kinds of people who criticize the women who are participating in it because you know, hey, well, you live there, you didn't mind it when, right. you know, this and that and right. the other thing. But I think that, yeah, we're going to be like, there's going to be a lot that we're just going to be, wow, with no idea. So I think Bray, Playboy Cooper was the, basically the voice and the face of it. The other brother doesn't seem to right. make himself as well known. And you certainly don't see his daughter, Christina saying anything Mm -mm. but they're gonna you know defend and try and get ahead of it and they're probably having pr crisis meetings and exactly just seeing what's called the secrets of playboy yeah Mm -hmm. just like uh garrett headland's uh uh, people are having you know his management team are having emergency meetings about garrett calling hazelden and see if they can get him a bad something so garrett headland is the actor what was he in famously friday night lights right right no, nope. He wasn't in Friday Night no, Lights. Not no. the show, but the movie. I thought he was in the oh, movie. Oh, yes, yeah, yeah, you're right. Okay. He was in the movie. Unbroken. He, he. We always thought he would be a movie star, like to take the place of like Brad Pitt. He just yeah. tall. Is he blonde, from Northern handsome. Minnesota? Yes. Yeah. And uh, we had, like, we talked about it well over a month ago. We're like Emma Roberts and Garrett Hedlund have broken up, but they they're have. not letting anyone know. Right. They just had a baby during COVID, and yep. But we, we knew, I forget else. what had happened, but anyway, we we're like, those two are not together, right. but for whatever reason, they're not letting it be known. Well, yesterday, uh, they now let uh, her publicist wanted us to know that she's been um, done with Garrett Hedlund because uh, they released a statement to People Magazine um, uh, that they were no longer together, and it was probably because... Uh, a lawsuit was filed against Garrett late last week, last Saturday, yeah, mm-hmm. last Friday, excuse me, by a mother and a daughter who were injured in a car crash where he was driving and he was driving drunk. So yes. her publicist let people know that. And, and then he got another DUI this weekend. Julia. He's going to turn on. Tried to jump out of the car that was moving. Yeah, he it really, sounds like, he sounds like he's really living. Bad, bad news for Garrett that um, he was so many levels of, uh, you know, and and what they said at the time in that original crash crash in 2020 was that he he went to 30 days in rehab and nine months of counseling. And and we were just like, oh, brother, this sounds this sounds like bad news. And um, Anyway, they've been together. He's basically rebounded with Emma Roberts from Kirsten Dunst. That's right. He was with her. So Mm -hmm. we've seen him in... um... And they're trying best. Here's the favorite thing I liked in the publicist statement to people. They're trying their best to co-parent their one-year-old son. But, quote, unquote, it's been hard. Yeah. (laughs) She lives in L.A. He's in Tennessee. Right. He's drinking. She's, you know, like you're not seeing He was in Unbroken. That's where we really got a good view of him, too. Yeah. But he's he's been on the verge of making it. Yeah. Making it. He's so handsome. Yeah. Yes. One lone picture we still have up on our man wall. 
that's not a man wall, but we've tucked it away in a corner that nobody can see it. <laughs> we do have a lone picture in here. One lone picture of Garrett. So I, you know what he's, he's going to be, be in, Lori? What? The book that we had on um, the author, The Marsh King's Daughter. <gasps> oh, he that is going to be in, in that? He, it's post-production, okay. so he is not it. So that's a... So I'm expecting him to yes. be going to rehab. Yeah, it sounds like outrageous behavior, and it sounds. And like he, he was arrested it. for public intoxication because yeah. he jumped out of the car. That That's was just moving. ridiculous. Yeah, so he's obviously he's in needing trouble. help. Yeah. Okay, listen. We come back. It's time for the dirt alert. This is a my talk dirt alert. Dirt alert! Dirt alert! Dirt alert! Dirt alert! Dirt alert! Hi, Holly. Hello. Good afternoon. Hello. How are you? All right. You know, we're going to start this Dirt Alert update Monday afternoon uh, following a sad story that broke over the weekend, and that is the passing of Regina King's child, uh, an adult, Ian Alexander Jr. The news broke on Friday afternoon that he died by suicide on no, Friday so evening. So sad. Yeah. So sad. Oh, no. Yeah. You know, his 26th birthday was just this past Wednesday, and in a statement to People Magazine, Regina King said, our family is devastated at the deepest level by the loss of Ian. He's such a bright light who cared so deeply about the happiness of others in our family, asked for respectful consideration during this private time. Oh, I feel so bad for Regina. She's in a member of the club that no family wants to be in. Yeah, uh, Ian was her only child Uh, from her mm ex-husband, and Uh. Hollywood rallying around Regina King this weekend, uh, Uh. you know, said her love and thoughts and support as she goes through this difficult time. Her life is forever changed. I mean, that's it for her. I mean, right. it really is. Speaking as family member, you know, with two suicides, it's just so devastating. You can't even imagine the ripple mm-hmm. effects that just happen and happen and happen and keep on going. It's, it's terrible. Yeah, so I thinking really for her. of Regina King and her family today. A little drama concerning Taylor Swift, who's slamming Damon Auburn from Blur and Gorillas because he claimed in a recent interview that she wasn't writing her own music. Oh, oh come please. on, dude. <laughs> so, uh, Damon Someone wanted attention, huh? Well, well, this is that lawsuit, right, Holly? Well, no, this isn't oh. a lawsuit. Okay. This is just a recent interview that uh, Damon Albarn did with the L.A. Times, claiming that Taylor Swift doesn't write her own songs. The interviewer talking to him. So he's a big music guy in his own right. Blur, Gorillaz, uh, has quite the career behind him. And uh, when the interviewer mentioned Taylor Swift also co-writes songs, apparently he responded, quote, that doesn't count. I know what co-writing is. Co-writing is very different to writing. I'm not hating on anybody. I'm just saying there's a big difference between a songwriter and a songwriter who co-writes doesn't mean the outcome can't be really great. So I think him referencing the fact that in the music business, a lot of times people can get co-writing credits, but perhaps that doesn't mean necessarily. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. That they're doing a lot of the writing work. Well, Jack Antonoff came to her defense, you know, from um, 
You yeah, know, Jack, Jack Antonoff, yeah, Fun and fun. all these yeah. bleachers. He, he, writes with he, he writes, uh, I've never met Damon Elburn, and then he's never been to my studio, but apparently knows more than the rest of about rest of us about all those songs Taylor writes and brings in. And then he just says, Herb. <laughs> yeah, well, Taylor Swift herself is Did not here for this. To? Yeah, good. she went to her Twitter account. Oh, good. And she wrote, I was such a big fan of yours until I saw this. Uh, I write all my own songs. Your hot take is completely false and so damaging. You don't have to like my songs, but it's really bleeped up to try and discredit my writing. Wow. And she adds, P.S. I wrote this tweet all by myself in case you were wondering. Ah, slam it. I love that. <laughs> good. Now, Damon Alburn has had the chance to respond, closing the loop on this story. He responded and doesn't want any beef between himself and Taylor Swift. He wrote, I had a conversation about songwriting and sadly it was reduced to clickbait. I apologize undeservedly and unconditionally. And the last thing I would want to do is discredit your songwriting. I hope you understand. I want the LA Times reporter now to weigh in on all of this. Come on. You know, they taped the whole conversation. Oh, of course. And he said it. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah. So it'll be interesting yeah. to see if the Los Angeles mm-hmm. Times has to respond to that. Oh, the continuing, never ending conversation about who's going to be the next James Bond is continuing this afternoon. Idris. Idris Elba. Is he back in the He's... name dropping department for it? Yes, he is. Thank you. Yes. Uh, Barbara Broccoli, the producer of the James Bond films, claiming that Idris Elba is part of the next conversation for the next James Bond. Uh, honestly, she is just the best Bond troller she really ever is. since she it's owns unbelievable. it. We've been asking for this for ever since we knew Blonde Bond was quitting, was quitting. Daniel Craig. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And that seems like a million, a million years ago. Years ago. <laughs> So no time to die. It's out. He's done. Finished. That was, over. And that was good. That was a good Bond movie. Oh, I, it was. Yeah, it, it was pretty good. Oh, I, I saw it. Yeah. Yeah. You made it all the way through, I did. Julia. Isn't I did. That I watched two I watched back it at to home. back. I watched him at home with my son. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We watched the last one to remind ourselves. And then we watched this one. Was that the last one? No time to die. No time to mm-hmm. die. It was good. Mm-hmm. Fabulous. Well, yes. Uh, you know, uh, Barbara Broccoli acknowledging that Idris Elba is a magnificent actor and it's been part of the conversation, but it's always difficult to have the conversation when you have someone in the seat is what Barbara Broccoli says you know daniel craig was playing james bond so it's kind of hard to have those conversations while he's still playing the role oh please that <laughs> is so disingenuous of her oh. they keep it talking all the time even when there's a long time bond you no know kidding yeah, thank you. She knows exactly what she's doing. Hey, a couple of casting roles in the world of television. So This Is Up is going to be wrapping up its series soon on NBC. Yes. But Milo Ventimiglia is going to hang around the network. Apparently, he is preparing a hockey drama oh. over at NBC. The show is called Hometown Saints. Yes. Love it. And it revolves around a character named Billy Rydell, a retired hockey player who struggles to figure out who he is now that his career is over. He ends up back in his hockey-crazed Minnesota hometown, Ah. reluctantly coaching a girls' high school team. Oh, I love Love that. Yes. Now, not to be confused with the other dueling Minnesota hockey project that is making news this afternoon. There's another one? Yes. So, uh, Mighty Ducks is going to be back on Disney+. Plus. So, Emilia Estevez starred in the first season of the Mighty Ducks Game Changers. He left the show, and now filling in for him is Josh Duhamel. 
Oh, oh. I like that choice. What? Hey, so I like that choice. Josh Dumel, he's not playing Gordon Bombay. Thank you. Okay, yeah. okay. I heard you, yeah. Grant. Thank yeah. you. Thank you. Yeah. I hear your concerns, and I'm addressing them. So he's going to be playing a character named Gavin Cole. Now, surprise, a former NHL player turned coach who is inspirational, charming, and hardcore, and he applies hockey metaphors to life. Okay. So, I mean, basically, I just gave you the same show. Yeah, it's yeah. the same thing. <laughs> but you know what? Finally. Something yes, for Josh. Finally. Yes. yes. Yeah. Yeah. Something for Josh. He's newly mm. engaged and he needs a little TV work. And quite frankly, it's always a delightful welcome to see Josh Duhamel in any kind of visual format, yeah. if you know what I'm saying. Basically, he's an attractive man and he's talented and he's local. So. Great. So that's going to be happening over on Disney Plus. And you know what? That's really all the time that we have for the dirt. I can't really get into anything else because here comes the music. All right. Holly, <laughs> Thank you, Holly, so much. You're welcome. Appreciate it. All right. What's happening on La La, 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 La Roads? La La Roads are pretty clean right now, actually. Nice and smooth sailing on the drive home right now. Just a couple acts. Now Lori's back. It's Monday, which means it's time for my favorite segment. You missed one last week for what the ages. The spray on, um, hard on spray. Oh. It was uh, a, a, like a neutralizer. It's, 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 it's like, a spray. like a Ron Popeil type of situation. Yeah, kind of like numb your tongue so you can't yeah. feel the pain when you're at the dentist. Essentially the same concept for men to kind of get a little longer. stamina. Yeah, mm-hmm. that can't possibly be worse. <laughs> it's new. It, it sounds like it worked from all the little it things. Is it that patch? Is that no, that... it's a spray. Oh, okay. It's a literal. There's another one. There's a spray. There's a patch you put on between the taint. In the taint oh, area. Gosh. All right, never mind. I'm sorry okay. I brought it up because yes. that word is forbidden. Well, I mean, yeah, it's whatever. a real th- area. Yeah, fine. It's a real area. So real is, area. you know. Yeah, just like the spray, the spray on thing for yeah. erectile. You know, that is probably for early ejaculation. It is. Yes. That's what it is. So we Premature talked about, that's ejaculation, what we talked about. as it were, which yeah. is always really, you know, frustrating for, for both. For everybody. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Okay, so who were the who were the sad football teams this weekend? Green Bay, mm-hmm. Tennessee, Tennessee, mm-hmm. um, Buffalo Bills, uh-huh. and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Okay, so nine months from this weekend, there won't be a Any plethora babies? of births okay. that are happening. Is there a, a football indicator? People don't like doing it if their teams lose. Very much so. They it don't, really they don't have any interest in sex. It is it is a boner killer all the way around the board, men and women. Yeah. But guys particularly, if that's their team, they Especially lost. Especially in the playoffs. They lost. It, uh, it not only are you grumpy, you're not feeling frisky. No. Do you agree, Grant? Hundred percent. No, I agree. And you know what? I'm sure Lily doesn't even want to be around me because if we were to lose a game like the Packers did on Sunday, oh. I would have been bitching for hours, and she would oh, yeah. have been so annoyed with me. She would have gone downstairs and said, "You don't even get any, anyways." They've studied <laughs> this in Europe with football or soccer, yeah. as we would say here, uh, that the b- birth rates can be down as much as two percent if that team was in like some kind of a championship mm-hmm. thing. To if they calculate, you know going forward it, that it can affect it that much wow yeah it's really they just have but i would even think i i just think how dramatic to have it be you know the playoff seasons too would we call it a flop 
that no <laughs> amount of spray or patches is going to help. Maybe. Nothing. 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 Right. Okay. It is the biggest hit to the sex drive is the sports. Mm-hmm. Losses. Isn't that something? Yeah. I could even attest, not even for a loss, but just sports being on in general kind of take men's attention away from most things. Right, right. Which is not a good thing. You know? Well, you know, it depends on what you do during the halftime show and what song is on. And <laughs> There you go. You know, Way to look at the glass half full right. there, Lori. <laughs> okay, now I did not get to this before, really meant to get to this at the beginning of January because Pornhub... Every year puts together their tabs, if you were, on what people are keeping tabs on when it comes to Pornhub. Like, I, like, you know, the num, like, lesbian as a tab is the number one thing viewed. Okay. By both men and women. Okay. Okay. So, but here's the annual review and year in review for 2021. I'm sorry it's taken me 24 days to get it to you. It's okay, Lori. We have, we were, we were Waiting. so, we, this is something that we've been looking forward yeah. to. So this yeah. is wonderful. We get to have it. Okay. <laughs> so, so here are the highlights, if you can stand it. Okay. Oh, I'm in. All right. Um, we watched more porn than any other country and uh, we watched more than twice as much as the UK in 2021. Really? Well, a lot of time on our hands. <laughs> they had a lot of time. <laughs> and a lot of time at home. But, you know, we watched the most. And we have more people. But we watch more than any other country, okay? okay? The top searches in the U.S. this year were Hente, which I think I told you people about this. You might have been gone, Julia. It might have been one of your times when you're gone. Hente, H-E-N-T-A-I. We don't have to review it if it's already been covered. It's anime porn. Oh, Anime is the hottest thing going. Anime porn. Cartoon porn? Anime, though, which is big eyes, Japanese, blah, blah, Okay, so... It's cartoon. Yeah. (laughs) Followed by lesbian, followed by MILF, followed by um, threesome. Also, for the first time, scissoring made the top 30. (laughs) And it's got nothing to do with sewing and crafting. It's it's a leg move and a triangle body movement. It's a leg move. It's yeah. a leg move. I had to explain to detail to Julia the first time I ever told her about scissoring. She's like, and it's what not is a that? scissor kick in soccer either. No. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Why? Well, no. Everyone does that move. Yeah. Oh, I mean, do usually they? two oh, women. Do they? Women do that. Two women scissor because it's oh. a it's a scissoring. <laughs> it isn't just no no. Look See, at my look at the camera. Oh, that's it. Okay. okay. There you yep, go. I'm wee, wrong. wee, wee. Rubbity dub dub dub. Oh, honestly, God. She's so sick. Lori, now that's going to be the first time she really laughs at herself today. <laughs> okay. How good did that I'm feel I'm discombobulated for you? Yes, you are. I'm glad we got you to laugh. No, no the, seriously. The average American spent nine minutes and 44 seconds on Pornhub each time that they visited. Wow. That's 10th worldwide. So, and down 23 seconds from 2020. <laughs> the Philippines is number one. They mm. last 11 minutes and 31 seconds per visit. So what does that tell you? Well, they're using <laughs> the menthol cream. I don't know. <laughs> the spray. Yeah. Okay, seriously, nine, that is a long time nine, to well, go you know on what? these things. I, I'm going to give you my uh, unofficial theory and also my... Uh, you're looking for just the right video. That in and of itself can take a few minutes. Sure. It's it like shopping can. for a good yeah. TV show. You're like, what? This is terrible. 
And you find can, something else. Go to a different tab. Not oh all my. Not all word. videos are created equal. <laughs> okay, some of them are bad. Oh my word. Word. That's true. It's true. Okay, now Wyoming, out of all the states, okay. had the longest staying power. They last eleven minutes and three seconds. <laughs> Colorado in last place at only eight minutes. Hmm. Well, they got stuff to do in Colorado. Not much going on. That's right. Eighty-five uh, percent of Pornhub's traffic in the U.S. was. Are you on raising the... your voice right now? Am I? Yeah. No, but eighty-five. I feel like we should whisper this. 80... Instead of... Julia, I, there is no sex shame here on Sex well, Monday. I know, but I loud mean, and proud. Eighty-five percent. I mean, maybe porn. Would... No, this is important information. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. No, because eighty-five percent of Pornhub traffic is on a telephone. Of course. Why? Because a laptop and everything else is too easy to find what people are looking at. So it's the smartphone. Yes. Well, and everyone uses their smartphone now for everything. Anyway. But, Julia, I'm just saying that that is where you're suspecting. Your phone is always in your person, so therefore people can't go snooping. That's right. Only 12% are on computers and only 3% on tablets because it's too easy to check history, deleted history, blah, blah, blah. So this, basically what you're saying is people who are going on it are sneaking around. Well, I'm not saying no. they're sneaking around, but they're doing it on their phone, which is more in their person. They feel more in control. Not, not someone is not past, you know, Instead not going to be able to computer find out. in the kitchen. Mm-hmm. Six, yeah, 67% of Pornhub uh, are men. 33% are women. Mm-hmm. The Philippines is the only country where more women are on Pornhub than men. So mm. hooray for them. And they got the length of time, too. And they got too. the length of time. Okay. So those um, women are, are let's dabbling. See. <laughs> uh, the average porn viewer in the U.S. is 37 years old. Only 17% were 17 and older. So Wait a minute. And younger, you mean? No, just that that's the average porn viewer Age is 37. Okay, but... 17% okay. Are, 55%, are 55 and older, and that's only because they're... Good daughter or son hasn't shown them the joys of Pornhub. <laughs> maybe we could ruin, maybe we could get word. that number up higher next year <laughs> for 2022. Word. I thought you were against this for young people because it distorts how people well, feel I'm about sexuality. Like, I'm, I'm not. I'm talking about consenting adults, okay. 18 and older. Okay. okay. Um, the most popular time to watch porn: 11 o'clock Sunday night. <laughs> If your sports team didn't, <laughs> I was just gonna lose. okay. Um, let's see. If your sports team didn't lose, oh, funny, Laurie. Here's an thirty-seven percent of gay male porn is being watched by women. Oh, I like that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, my partner has. Uh, yeah. she has that stuff at her house. Yeah, actually. why yeah. not? Yeah. Also, if you take a map of the U.S. and you insist that you find out the term that each state searches the most. Okay, what's Minnesota? Uh, in Alaska, it's morning sex. Well, it's because that's because they have 24-hour sunshine. <laughs> that's right. In Ohio, <laughs> it's cougar. Mm-hmm. A lot of older girls there. In Arkansas, it's divorced. Mm-hmm. In Utah, it's Mormon. Mm-hmm. In Virginia, it's good old dirty talk. In Louisiana, they just simply Google naked women. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. In Iowa, mm-hmm. they like Harley Quinn. Suicide Squad, and in Nevada they want to see some twerking on their tab. In Hawaii, it's amateur wife, and Massachusetts, it's hot wife. That's all I got. So that's uh, that's the porn viewing habits of 2021. Excuse me for being 24 day, 
days late with that this. That was fantastic. All right, there we go. Another thing accomplished. Scratch Add that out there. Okay. Post vacation list of things oh, to do. Oh, crying out loud. We'll be right back. <laughs> Why are we playing Got to Be There, Julia? Because 50 years ago today on January 24th, Michael Jackson released his debut solo album, how old was he? Uh, not very old, 12? Julia. You can tell by uh, yep. he was 1971. It was his debut solo singer, and uh, he released it four weeks after the Jackson 5's greatest hits. Wow. And um, the album, of course, was uh, re- released by Motown, and he did some covers on that song. He did... Carol King's You've Got a Friend. I yes. remember this album. He had a newsboy cap yeah, on. Yeah, I do too. He covered it, Ain't No Sunshine, Bill Withers, The Supreme, Love Is Here and Now You're Gone, and Rockin' Robin oh, was Rockin the other. Robin. Remember that song? Great right. song. Yeah, so, um, and it got rave reviews. And I bet, uh, you know, maybe some of the brothers were like, not like, wow, because that album came out just a month after the Jackson 5 greatest hit. It was, it was 13 just, years old. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just hit after hit after hit. Boy. Yeah. He was he was a force. Mhm. Mhm. Yeah. I like that little voice of his. Yeah. I like the sweet. Oh, this song. I love it. Yeah, so oh. good. So that was released in uh yeah, 1972 January 24th, 72. So that's 50 years ago. Wow. Yeah. Wow. All right. So tonight, something that we've been waiting for is launching on HBO, and it is on HBO Max to The Gilded Age. Oh, does that start? It starts tonight. It's it's from Downton Abbey's Julian Fellows. Is it on HBO or HBO Max? It's on both because I Googled HBO Max to see if it's showing on it, and it is. So if you have both, it's at eight o'clock central. Is it getting good reviews? Let's just tell you this. It. I think Neil Justin watched it last week and loved it. Okay. Um, and it's um, Julian Fellows, right? Or right, Downton, Abbey Downton Abbey comes another instantly addictive, enjoyable period drama about a rapidly changing society, 1880s New York, where the old guard epitomized by widowed Agnes Van Rijn, who's Christine Bransky and her spinster sister, Ada Brooke, Cynthia Nixon, shudder at the arrival of new money. And um, so that's how it, I, I love this. I love, love, love this. Other things tonight, a new show that's launching on ABC is called Promised Land. And it's a soapy soap, but it's about a wine-growing family. And it features Bellamy Young, who was on Scandal. Um, mixed reviews on this one. Okay. They, they need to find a villain, and they haven't found it yet. And, and did you not watch your Station Eleven? You didn't? No. You weren't like no, Brent I, and I just all in no, and gobbled I, it up? I did three in a row, I think. Mm-hmm. And then I immediately, I don't know what happened. But Euphoria, wow. I can't believe that. I, and you I was just from Station sucked. 11 to Well, Euphoria. that was two weeks ago. Yeah. I, you've been gone for a yeah. while. No, there are many, many things in between, like the Australian Open. Nadal plays tonight at 9 o'clock. Okay. He's playing Daniel. Um, Did Sheriff, he send a, uh, a Novak? Oh, yeah. He went uh, a long time ago. He's Bye. old news. He's old news. And his sponsorships are in question if he oh, doesn't dear. vax before the French Open, oh, which dear. they have. So he's going to have to make some choices. Right. Um. But Sharapova is number 14, and he's from Canada. Sharapova? I thought that it's, was a it's lady. It's Dennis. Dennis Sharparovola. I'm okay. pronouncing it wrong. Got it. Okay. Who could? Who scares me a little. Uh-huh. In a Playing good way Nadal. or a bad no, way? No, in a bad way. Okay. So Nadal has to hit 
So who's in the Super Bowl? Have I missed that? No, part? we're not no. there yet. We're, we are we down to four, four teams left. It's the L.A. Rams versus the San Francisco 49ers. And then we have the Cincinnati Bengals versus the Kansas City Chiefs. Okay, I'm going to just go for Kansas City because Julia's mom loves that. Too. There you go. That's going to be Patrick my Mahomes. team. Okay, so my mom. So that's it. I'm all she's, done now. She's describing this morning as we're waiting for you guys because we're wondering, did they land? Are they back? Yeah. And then, so she's describing the end of the Kansas City Chiefs game because I did not watch it oh. when it went in overtime. Um, for some, I fell asleep last night. And yeah. so, um, but she's describing it for me. And so my mom is a woman of sometimes a lot of words and sometimes not so many with aphasia. And so, mm-hmm. but she, we FaceTime and honest to God, I wish I would have had her on video. She was so funny, so animated. She was so excited. So excited Good. And all of her words were coming out and I was just like, go mom, go. I mean, she really... When you were gone, Lori, mom's been chosen to be part of an aphasia documentary. Have they come and filmed her They're yet? filming her this month. Oh, my gosh. She's going to be a star. I know mm-hmm. she is. My mom is kind of a star. Yeah. So, anyway, it was really... I mean, she's very funny. She really... And she's just delightful. Yeah. And For, so, yeah. It's weird how that stroke, like, rewired something. Well, it, it, it just did, rewired, like, a thing. It and just, it's just kind of made her... Where mis- other, other things might have... She might have been tense about... She's not tense about anything. No. And I and we're we're missing pieces. We got some new pieces and yeah. it's all working yeah. out great. Yeah. But really good. boy. Mm-hmm. Um also, you know, on Annie, the Secrets of Playboy is on tonight. The Bachelor's on that I just can't. Yeah. Do you I think can't. Comedy Central or anybody is going to put together like a, a tribute Louis to Louis? Oh, that would be nice. That'd be yes. something well, we should we'll ask, ask Neil, Neil tomorrow cuz yeah. he's going to be on. Mm-hmm. Well, we've got a little time. Do we want to try to give these two prizes Please. away here? Oh, I totally yeah, yeah so we, we, we need two callers right now. It's caller six and seven to six five one six four one one oh seven one. You're gonna win one free month of Philo. It's your new TV provider, courtesy of the two night documentary event called Janet Jackson. Now, this event is celebrating the fortieth anniversary of Janet's first album and one of the best selling and highest earning artists in music history. Now, Lifetime and Philo will bring you the full, unprecedented access to this global icon, Janet Jackson in an intimate, honest, unfiltered look at her untold story. Now, the two-night documentary event premieres this Friday, January 28th at 8 o'clock, 7 o'clock Central on Lifetime. But if you're the 6th and 7th caller to 651-641-1071, we're going to give you guys each a free full month of Philo and give you guys access to that documentary. And I don't know what else Philo offers, um, but it's like a new streaming service. Yeah. 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 So if you miss it on Lifetime, you can also, you know, get it here. So that's a good one. Right. So call Grant. He'll take care of it. And Um, I haven't seen the finale of Yellow Jacket. And Ozark started this weekend. Grant, I don't know if Grant watched it, but I know. There's spoilers everywhere. You just can't. You you just have to watch it all because people binge that Ozark. That's a bingeable show. Yes. You are in for a good one with Yellow Jackets. Is it? Oh, okay. Right. oh it sets up for a great next season. Okay. Oh, fun. All right, everyone have a great night. We'll be back tomorrow. Job done. Off you go.